What's up, homegirl? On today's episode, I'm talking about determining what you need in order to get through your heartbreak or whatever you're going through. I realized what I need, and honestly, it was not turning up. Keep listening. This will be a good one. Hello. 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 Welcome to Her to Heal podcast, where we come to do our healing. I'm here to encourage you, empower you, and help you heal. How you doing? I hope y'all are doing okay. For those of you guys who are listening to me, you can visually see me if you come over on YouTube. I'm here, girl, with my shortcut and my fresh face and lashes and glossed lip or whatever. I just learned that Spotify now has a new feature where you can listen and look, listen and watch. Um, they have a video recording feature too so i think on spotify should be good where you're able to see my video recording i can't promise it because i gotta work with it a little bit but um you should be able to see me on spotify but come on over to youtube if you are listening to me you can see me um i guess i'll throw this in here so for those of you guys who don't know me for one my name is natisha nice to meet you formerly known as nini okay um I am a licensed social worker, so I provide outpatient therapy, right? So I'm a therapist, and a part of my job, guys, do you know, I don't wear makeup to my job. I show up on camera, girl, with my lashes and my lip gloss, and that's just it. I don't even think my clients have seen me in a full beat, and you guys have seen me, right? Actually, so I can kind of, they've seen me, well, no, not even they. Maybe three of my clients have seen me in makeup since I've been doing this. Man, when I get up, I work from home, so we do something called telehealth, where I see my clients for therapy via the screen. I love it. It's a little difficult with children, because you really got to find a way to keep them engaged. And I have young children on my caseload, so it's a little difficult. But as far as the older people, it's so convenient. We adopted that due when the vid happened or whatever, so telehealth is here to stay. So for those of you who are interested in therapy, you know, some clinicians, not some, a lot of them are offering telehealth, which we call teletherapy, um, where you can sit at home or you could pull me up on your phone and go to therapy like that. I personally like being in person. I feel like they can feel your vibe. The connection is stronger. Um, so if I could have it my way, I like in person. But because of what's happening, I'm going to keep myself right at home <laughs> and we're going to see each other via the screen. So. This is how I show up. You know, I pop my lashes on. Most of the times I'm giving a lip. You know, I'll give like a combo of red lip or a purple and pink lip or something like that. But today we keeping it real neutral. Anywho, how y'all been doing, man? Let's kind of, so many things we got to update and catch up on. First and foremost, thank y'all so much for my last video. I got so much positive feedback and support from that video. But one thing I did learn is that I am truly walking in my purpose because so many people found what I was going through so relatable. I mean, so many people are going through the same thing, have experienced the same thing. And sometimes, I mean, some of them was even worse than my case. So it was just a beautiful thing to find that my viewers were able to relate. And that's one thing I wanted um Heard and, heard and Heal podcast to be like, I want you to be able to relate. I want to show up as a human because that I am. You would think that as a therapist, right, and whoever, we ain't going through shit. Bullshit. You know, there's stuff that we go through because outside of my title and my label, 
I am a real human being who is experiencing life in some of the same ways you guys are, you know. So it was just beautiful. I really, really enjoyed the comments. Let me tell you, somebody in my comment section, for one, all the comments were amazing. I'm just going to say that right now. I mean, I can't say that enough. But somebody had dropped a link. She just dropped a link. Now, normally, I do not click links in my comment section because I don't know where it's going to take me. But that link was specifically a YouTube link. So I said, well, let me click it and see. And, oh, my gosh, girl, you know who you are. I don't know your name. But she had dropped a Joel Osteen video. And the title of the video was If You Only Knew. Now, I've never watched Joel Osteen. I've heard of him, but I never really watched any of his sermons. But I said, well, let me see what this is talking about. It's 28 minutes. It was the most powerful thing I needed in that moment. And I watched that sermon daily because it's just a reminder of you got to keep going. This summation, the summary, the, the sermon was basically saying, like, if you only knew why God is putting you through what you're going through right now, there's a bigger picture of what's going, what's happening, what's preparing to happen for you. If you only knew how he's about to bless your life and how he's about to really show up for you. Oh, my goodness. It was beautiful. Honestly, if you check the description box, you're going to see the link there because I want somebody else. I'm going to, if somebody poured into me, I'm going to pour into you because you got to see that message. It was just, uh, I was so thankful for that. I'm thankful for you guys because y'all really, if it's not videos, it's links, it's memes of just encouraging words. It's not, sorry, not links. I meant to say songs. It's scriptures. Like, Y'all just the best, man. Like, <laughs> just to have people that's really, like, showing up for you. You know, like, additional support. So, I thank y'all so freaking much. There was something else. Oh, my gosh. I want to read something to you. Let me type in my computer right quick. No, I got it up on my phone. I don't even need my computer. My mom has sent something to me. And um, she said, have you ever read the poem Footprints in the Sand? I said, I ain't never read it. I think I may have heard about it. But she said, you need to read that poem. She said, you need to put it on your refrigerator, your mirror somewhere. But it needs to be a daily reminder for you. Let me read this poem for those of you guys who have not heard it. But for those of you guys have had, have heard it, let's let's read this poem. Let's let's educate the, the people that ain't educated. Because, girl, this poem was amazing. It's called Footprints in the Sand. In the sand. Watch this right quick. It says, one night I dreamed a dream. As I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord, Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Never, ever during the trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. <laughs> Listen, man, I was like, whoa, where have I been all my life? 
That was so freaking touching, y'all, because this week for me, I was literally sitting here like, God, what's up? Like, why is you doing this? Why do I not feel you? Like, oh, man, I was very, very low. So just to see this, it was just like just kind of more validating that girl. God has always been there with you. And at this moment, you think he's not here. We could talk more about that, but. I just kind of wanted to share that with you guys because it, it was something beautiful for me. So I hope that it resonates with you as well. We'll get more to the episode. Um, excuse me. Get more to updates. Um, I got my list here because I kind of want to stay on track. I've been doing good at doing this podcast thing, but it's okay to be a little organized too, right? So where are we at? Um, we got this. We got this. Somebody had... I'll talk about this at the end of the podcast. So let's kind of talk about what has these last seven days looked like for me. For those of you guys who are just tuning in, I am, girl, healing through heartbreak. You can check my last episode where I kind of discuss what happened to me and um, what I've just been going through. And you'll learn more about that. But these last seven days, guys, for me has been totally like complete up and down. One day I'm good, next day I'm just out of it. One day I'm good, the next day I'm just kind of like out of it, right? I guess I've just been trying to figure out what do I need, what do I need, because this ain't it, you know, like, this just ain't it for me. And I, I expect it for me to go through some things, right? But again, I've never been through heartbreak like this before, so it was only but so much I can expect. But when I tell you one minute, y'all, I'm in my head. And I'm piecing shit together and I'm like, wow, and why? And I'm crying. I'm on my floor. I'm just, I can't think. I can't push through. And the next day I'm like, today will be a good day. Today's a good day. It's so fucking weird how this is kind of set up. So this week has literally been through some ups and downs for me and really trying to solidify what is it that I need. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you will have noticed that um, this weekend I went out. I said, okay, you know what, Nathisha, like, go be with your friends. So I um, went to Salisbury. I have my friends down there. I consider them my Salisbury family. I was celebrating a birthday, and the theme was 2000s, and it was a 2000s-themed paint-and-sip party. It was so fun, you know, and I got all dressed up, and I had my little 2000s theme on. And my goal was I didn't want to get drunk. As I've been going out lately, I don't really want to get drunk, right? I just get a little tipsy just to enjoy myself. But there I didn't get drunk. I got a little tipsy. And I was snapping my way or Instagramming my way through it or whatever. And I was getting so many DMs and people was like, dang, I'm so happy to see you out and just being happy. And you, you know, just enjoying this moment. I'm so happy to see. But let me be completely honest with you guys. Although I was there, I was not fucking present at all. I just wasn't, and I was so upset because I so desperately wanted to enjoy myself. I'm like, come on, man, you here. People love that you here. You around good vibes, good energy. You know, like, you're having fun. You look good. I just wasn't enjoying myself. I just wasn't present. But I told myself I was going to at least try to go, right? Again, this week has just been me trying to figure out what do I need? What do I need to be able to get through this, right? So I went, but I really wasn't present. My mind was just all over. You know how your body is there, 
you know, and I just, I just wasn't there though, you know, um, I had recorded, okay, so the, I had woke up Saturday morning and there's a video, I recorded it and I'm going to show you guys what I'm talking about, but I kind of had a moment where I just broke down in the car and let me show you right quick before I even talk about it further. This morning and, um, I was so fucking emotional. I mean, so emotional. <sighs> and I had my moment of going through, but I'm out with my friends. I'm in another city, and I just thought that maybe this is what I need, but this is not really what I need. I need time to myself. I really do. I need time to myself. I've taken off of work for a week. I'm waiting for that to be approved, but that time is not going to be spent with other people. It's going to be time spent to myself because what I'm going through is, oh man, it's painful as fuck. And, uh, I got to get through it, you know. I got to, I really got to recenter my energy and my focus, so. This time with my friends is great, and I'm around people that love me, and it's awesome, you know. I should be happy, but I can't because this shit really fucking with me, you know. But I'm learning what I need in the midst of heartbreak, and I need time to myself. I don't want to go out and get drunk, and it's all nice, but that's not what I want, you know. That's not helpful for me right now. For some people, it's helpful, but right now, that's not helpful for me. What's helpful for me is get is is being with myself, I'm really caring for myself, and really, 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 I need to be to myself. So, <laughs> I got another day of partying, right? And I'm gonna enjoy the moment. So I'm going to get myself together, but I thought it was important to just kind of tell y'all, this is me, <laughs> you know, going through. And um, you're going to have moments where you break down and shit like that, you know. I woke up this morning fucking emotional. Yesterday morning, I said, no, Lord, today's, this weekend's about me. I'm focusing on me. <laughs> woke up emotional. And I allow myself to cry and have a good cry. But this ain't gonna take my whole day, you know? Like, I gotta feel how I feel. I gotta process my emotions and then I get it. I know what I need, though. I need a break. <laughs> and I'm gonna catch that because I need time to myself. So there I am, just kind of breaking down, right? And it was in that moment where I kind of figure out what I needed, but. Prior to then, I had had a meeting with my supervisor, and I trust her. So, for the last couple of weeks, you know, she noticed that my energy was off, but she was very respectful of what was going on, and I was very guarded in telling her because I'm like, nah, you know. Finally, one day, I just said, Nathisha, just tell her. I said, listen, I trust you, and I know that we talk about what we talk about is going to stay here, so let me just give you a little insight on what I'm dealing with. And I gave her an update, and I said... I'm trying to show up. I really, really am. I said, 
I have a job. I have sessions. I got numbers I got to meet for my month. I got to pay my bills, right? Like, I get paid per client, I see. So, I'm here. I'm trying to show up. I told her I'm ministering, ministering to myself via my clients, right? And my supervisor looked at me and she said, you need a break. And I got absolutely quiet. She said, you need to take time off. And I said, you think so? She said, I know so. She said, you are trying to mend a broken heart. She said, how could you ever try to show up for other people? What are you doing for you? Oh, man. And I was just like, good fucking Lord. Here we go here, right? Again, we talk about how do you show up for yourself? She said, what are you doing when you turn the computer screen off? I said, well, I cook dinner and I may take a bath and I watch TV. And she says, what else? I said, I don't know. And she said, exactly. She said, you need a break. So I want you to put time off in and I want you to take time for yourself. And I really was going back and forth. I said, well, yeah, I could do it. But the holiday coming? No, we're not going to wait all the way to Thanksgiving. She said, because, again, take your professional title off. As a professional right now, you're pouring from an empty cup. She said, I don't think that you're not serving your clients. Your clients love you. She said, I know that you are showing up for them. But in this moment, I need you to show up for Nathisha. So... I pondered on that a little bit, guys, and I said, you know what? She might be right. And I really, really did not want to take a week off because I was thinking of my clients. What happens? They don't see me for a week. It's just one session, Nathisha. It's just one. You know, like, it ain't like you about to be gone for a whole month. It's just one session where you don't, they don't see you. So, um, I'm sorry, y'all. My phone keep going off and that's so distracting. Anywho, so guys. I decided to take a week off of work. Again, my message today is just kind of figuring out what I need. Like, what do I need? What do I need? What do I need? Because this shit ain't working for me. These emotions going up and down and crying. And it's like, what is going on? And I decided to take a week off of work, right? Because I said, maybe this is the time that you need to just kind of sit and be by yourself, right? I noticed for me, clearly, I've been out at the clubs and I've been with my friends and that's not what I need, you know. That's just not what I need right now. When we go through stuff, y'all, the first thing that we all like to do is isolate. We completely go ghost. We pull away from our family, our friends, our supports. We just isolate. That's generally the first thing that people do when they're going through stuff. But then there's other things, you know, in addition to that isolation that people go through. I mean, you have people who self-medicate. Somebody just smoking their life away or using whatever drug choice that they have. Alcohol, drinking, got to get drunk. People are clubbing, you know, just to distract themselves from what's going on. You have people who engage in sex just to kind of heal and get themselves. We all have our vices, right? And I'm not the person to say this is right, wrong, you shouldn't be doing it. Y'all know I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that. But I had to figure out for me, and I'm doing it all, shit. What, what is it that's going to help me get through this? But I had to sit and I said, Nathisha, you have to be by yourself. The clubbing ain't fucking it. The drinking ain't fucking it. The engaging in sex or whatever. That ain't it. That's that's not what you need right now. What you need is to be by yourself. 
And God, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, growing up, right, whenever I would go through things, especially in foster care, it was very lonely for me. I knew that I spent a lot of times by myself just kind of going through my process. My foster parents didn't know when I was crying. They didn't know what was going on with me. I spent a lot of time by myself. And the time that I spent by myself, I would just do a lot of thinking. But outside of that, I did a lot of talking to myself where I would encourage, you know, or I would just do a lot of praying and me and God would just sit there and talk. And that's really how I pulled myself through or pulled myself out because I just spent time by myself. So that's what I need. I need time to myself. It was a blessing that my supervisor told me, take off of work, you know. It was a blessing. And it's a blessing that I'm in a position to do that, right? Like I'm in a position to be able to take off for a week and not really worry about much. And I can take the time to myself. And I'm so greatly looking forward to that because I can't wait to not have the responsibility of being someone's dump, right? Because I got my own shit I got to unload and dump it. I'm looking forward to not having to focus on something else to use distractions. I'm looking forward to that because, guys, I don't need those things. What I need is time to myself. So that's my message I want to deliver to you today. As you're healing through heartbreak specifically, because that's what we're talking about, whatever it is, you got to figure out what do you need? What do you need? What is it that you need that's going to be able to get you through this? Is it you got to be around your family and your friends? Because listen, for some people, they have to be around a support system. Some some people cannot be alone, not through, not doing a process. And that's okay because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach for people. And I want you to understand that. Think about what you need for yourself in order to get you through this. Some people need the distraction of going to the club and taking their mind off of it and just drinking and shots and turning. Sometimes people need the music. They need the scenery. Sometimes people need it, right? Sometimes people need to just sit there and do whatever. Sometimes they need it, right? And what works for one person does not work for the other. Some For some people, they may say, no, I can't be by myself. I can't. I know for me, I have to kind of like isolate because it gives my brain the time to focus on what I'm feeling, focus on what I'm dealing with, and just kind of reflect on what do I want to be different. What It's kind of like how I recharge in a sense. And that's something that I need. But I had to figure it out. I, I done did everything. And I'm like, why? Like, what the heck? What is going? Why am I not getting over this? My supervisor told me also, you cannot rush this process. And I'm gonna tell you something. Somebody, a few of you, dropped that in the comment section. You can't rush rush this. This is going to be a process. So I want to lend that to you. You can't rush your healing. I have a hard time being still. Honestly, I have a very hard time. I'm so used to being in control of a lot of things. One, it just comes with my personality. I'm very much so an alpha female. I'm very much so Aries. Um, but then I also have been through a lot of stuff where things were out of my control. And now that I have the ability to be in control, here I am. Not saying it's one of my best traits, but I'm just being honest. This situation is completely out of my fucking control. And it makes me so uncomfortable, you know. So... It puts me in a space where I have to sit 
and I have to regain control of my emotions. You know, when I was out this weekend and when I go out with my friends, just in general, since this thing has happened, you know, it takes a lot of energy to show up for people. For one, I'm talkative. I am very much so sociable. You know, that's just who I am. But guys, I don't have the energy for that. I don't have... I don't have the energy to sit there and laugh and entertain and, oh, what, and ask questions and keep the conversation going. I don't. To me, it was kind of like I was putting on a mask. And I'm never that girl. I am very much so honest and vulnerable and raw about who I am, what I'm feeling. So the fact that I feel like I'm masking things is uncomfortable for me. Like, no, I want to be authentically me. I do. So. I just had to figure out what do I need, right? And I see that I need time for me. I do. I need time to settle myself and time to think. I need time to process exactly what I'm feeling. Let me tell y'all something. Prior to the podcast last week, um, I had reached out to the person Just to kind of tell them, like, hey, are you ready to talk? And I noticed that when I reached out to them, I was completely blocked. I was so shocked. Oh, my God, it crushed the F out of me. How am I blocked? What did I do to get blocked? What? So I ended up just kind of reaching out via email, like, hey, you know, I noticed I'm blocked. Give me a call back. Then I followed up with a second email, and I say, listen, That second email was more so compassion at this point. This is what I was showing. Hey, listen, you know, let's 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 talk. Whatever you're going through, let me be your listening ear. I feel I know the truth. So I'm the only person that you could tell. I know I may have broke your trust, but just understand that I'm here for you. Let's talk. Right. And I could understand why I did that. I'm just like, what the heck? But as this week, it was kind of like, as this week went by, I kind of thought about it. I was in a moment of desperation at this point. Like, you know, when somebody hurts you, you kind of feel like you are owed an apology. And I feel like I'm owed an apology. And that's what's really stopping me from letting go and moving forward. Because I need this apology so damn bad. Because you wronged me. I want you to I want you to speak up. I want you to say I'm sorry. I want you to say that I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll move forward if you say I'm sorry. But I had to recognize even this week that nobody owes you anything. And what if you never get the I'm, I'm, the, I'm sorry you're looking for? Does that mean you stunt your healing? Does that mean you don't heal and move forward? Does that mean that? And I, I want to lend that question to you. If you are looking for an apology, or if you're looking for justice, or if you're looking for something that you're owed, can you also consider that maybe one day you may never get that? And what do you do from there? So because I was in a feeling of desperation, I noticed that I said, you done showed this person compassion. You done been lenient. Why are you doing those things when you were the one that was wronged? What are you doing here? So then I felt kind of shameful, like I should have never reached out. I shouldn't have never did those things, really kind of blaming myself. So I sent my very last email and I said, this is it. I am closing the door on this. You know, I am moving forward. And the reason why I did that, guys, is because silence speaks so loudly. 
Do you hear me? A person's silence just speaks so loudly. It can mean so many different things. But in the midst of me hurting at somebody else's hands, and they show no fucking regard for that, that tells me all that I need to know. Do you get what I'm saying? I also am considering that the person got a lot to deal with themselves, right? They have a lot to kind of sort through themselves. And that's fine. But I don't have to continue to lend compassion. Because I'm hurting as well. So I knew that I had to kind of close the chapter on the opportunity to talk and just being nice. Like, no, stop it. You're falling into the same old. But I had to figure out you're desperate. You want these answers. You want this apology. You're desperate. That was my idea, too, of trying to regain control. And again, Nathisha, the message that God is sending you is you need to sit still. So I was shameful for doing that, but as I look at my character and who I am, I'm not surprised. You know, I'm not I'm not surprised that I did it, but I will not be doing that anymore because I have to focus on me. I really do. I have to focus on me. And whether I get an apology now or five years from now, I cannot sit and wait on that because the person could very much so. Don't feel like they got shit to apologize for. So the fact that you feel that you owed something, does that mean that person still feel the same way? And if they do, that person got to go through their own process of finding the courage to speak up, to say, to approach you, all of these things. So I had to really let that go. That was very hard, guys. It was, it was hard. And I would encourage you that you got to let go. You really, really do got to let go. And I'm telling you these things, and please don't think that I've already went through that process. No, like, I'm telling you what I'm doing is I know it's going to work out for me. I know that these things are going to get better, but I do have my moments of weakness. My mother told, told me something. She said, I'm praying for you because I said, Lord, my child is still standing, but she's weak. And that resonated with me so well because, yes, I am still standing, but I am weak, okay? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to tell you, though, if only you knew, going back to that sermon, God works in mysterious ways because not only am I weak, I'm pouring strength into somebody else, you know? And God will use you for that because my testimony will be greater. Do you get what I'm saying? The things that I'm pouring into you right now, my moment of weakness, you will see the victory, right? And not only is it pouring to you, we all will be victorious through this. So not only have I been put into a position where my hurts can be used to empower people, it just adds on to my destiny of what's coming, what's going to be greater. Do you get what I'm saying here? So... Y'all, I just want you to realize that you have to figure out what is it that you need. Whatever you're going through, what is it that you need that's going to get you through this? For me, it was not the party and the drinking and the sex. It was just, it just, it's not that. That's not what I need. I don't have to be at home and sit in my thoughts all day, but I have to comfort me. And I need to find a way to comfort me, and that's via by myself. So I was granted to take a week off. Let me tell you, I want to speak on this too. Some of you guys may not have the luxury to take a week off. And that's okay. 
right? Because that's a blessing to be able to do that. Some of you guys don't have that luxury. Let me tell you, if you don't have that luxury, the first thing that you wake up in the morning, that should be the time to yourself. And that night before you close your eyes, that should be the time that you take to yourself. In the morning, it should be, you know, today will be better than yesterday. And God, I'm going to get through this. And just kind of taking that moment to yourself. And at night, it should be you thanking God that I got through this day, despite if it was hard or not. But I pray that tomorrow will be a better day. Take the time to yourself when you open your eyes in the morning. You need that 15 minutes, girl. I'm going to tell you, I play my gospel. I play my slow jams. I do. I take that time to myself before I get up and go focus on people. And then that night, I'm in prayer, girl. I'm, I'm going for it because we got to have better days. So if you don't have the luxury to take off a week, I understand. But you do got the luxury of night and day, and I want you to utilize that. For me, right, it's so it's so funny. Some music, because I, I try to play my music. I got it in my AirPods. I got it on my TV, right? Some stations I just can't, I, I can't, I can't get with. I play my Luther Vandross. Oh, my God, I love that Pandora station. And sometimes it get me right, but them slow songs put my spirit low. I play my traditional gospel. That's generally in the morning time that kind of just get me started, you know. But I play gospel, too, if I just need to be closer to God. Let's say my day is just where I'm sad. I play that because I say, Lord, I need I need to be closer to you. So I play that. But I got my Jasmine Sullivan, you know. I got my um, money bag, yo, if I want to be. So music helps me a lot, you know, just to kind of add some noise to my house and Whatever way I want my spirit to be, music helps me. I'm also on, um, I pray. I'm about to start meditating, guys, because, excuse me, sometimes I meditate at night to go to sleep. But I think I'm about to start intentionally just kind of meditating during the daytime just to kind of see how that works for me. It works for some people, but I'm just going to try. I also listen to on YouTube, they have like these motivational speakers or speeches on YouTube. And it's like a compilation of just like motivational speeches via a certain topic. So I always have that playing in the background. That really, really, really helps me. So hearing stuff is how I'm trying to get through this all, you know. Um, and it's helpful. But going out and entertaining that stuff that ain't that ain't what i need right now i'm not saying that i'm gonna spend forever isolating no heck no i know that i have a desire to be around my people and i will because girl <laughs> i like to have fun right i like to talk i like to commune i like to be social but right now at this state in my life right now i can't do that and um I'm holding on to that, you know, like, give me the week. I'm not saying I'm going to be better in a week, but at least in a week I have time with myself. I have time to process and time to reflect. And then also time to just kind of plan, where do I want to go? What do I want to do for me? So I'm very much so excited for that. Anyways, guys, figure out what you need, okay? Don't move out of desperation, you know. Oh, I, I, I wanted to talk on this, too. I know that at some part, you know, and somebody left this comment, Nene, you're going to have to forgive. And listen, I do believe that wholeheartedly. Right now, I'm not in the space to. If I'm being honest, I don't want to forgive. I'm angry, right? I pray on it every night. God, remove that. Place forgiveness in my spirit. God, help me to get to that space. And he will. 
But my focus is me and getting closer to him. Forgiveness will come. I have a desire to forgive because I don't want this to control me. I just don't. I, I, I got to move forward. There's bigger blessings coming my way and I want to be ready and prepared for them, right? So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a part of my process. I'm praying on it and I know that God will, you know, set me up for that. But right now, I'm not truly focused on the forgiveness part. I'm just not, but I encourage you, if you've ever been wronged, I hear that it's important that you do have to forgive. So, it might be something that you got to consider, and again, it's a process. It is a process. Understand that forgiveness does not mean that person have to have access to you. It just doesn't. It does mean that people make mistakes treating them with compassion, and then they're not allowing that to control you anymore. Does that make sense? I hope so. Ah, so y'all, I'm doing my thing. I appreciate you guys so much, though, and I'll, I'll forever tell you that each episode. Um, I hope that this message did resonate with some of you guys. I hope that you learned something or took something from this or related to something, because this is my purpose. This is this is it for all of you guys who follow me for years, right? Isn't it kind of beautiful to see? Like I think I finally found my lane, right? Like, dang, it took me some time, but we here. <laughs> I'm so happy for that. Let me get to as we wrap this up, y'all. Somebody had asked me, could they write me? Y'all y'all be dropping some stuff in the comments because y'all really is messing with this podcast. Oh, my God. Y'all, my lashes like hanging off. But guess what, y'all? We, we got to deal with it. I knew something was hanging. Okay, for y'all viewing me, don't mind the lash right now. We're going to pull it off when we get done. But it need to stay there for now, okay? So, somebody, y'all dropped some comments. Somebody asked me, could they write me via email? Check the description box. Yes, you can. Write me via email. Um... That's fine. Also, somebody said, I can't wait till you go live and we can see you and talk about this stuff. You dropped a little birdie. I like that. I'm trying to really create the vision for Heard and Heal podcast. I am very creative, but right now I'm not in a creative space, okay? Um, I always say that I'm not creative. Bullshit. I am very creative. So, um, I like the lives I did. Somebody also said, Nee, when are you going to get some merch? Like, I can't wait. And they put a saying. They they said, I forgot what the saying was, but I, I need you to put that on the shirt. I'm like, ooh, that's a bomb I did too. Like, not the merch, not the lives. Like, I'm feeling all of this. Could you help me, though? I have a Heard and Healed um, Instagram um, page, and I'm really trying to figure out the direction of that. I'm sure I'm going to find my creative lane, but I'm thinking... Do I want that page? The space that I'm trying to create for that page is just somewhere where if you need encouragement or daily reminders, I want you to feel space. I want you to feel safe coming to Herd and Hill Podcast. You know somebody, you know you're going to find something good, whether you need to share it, save it, read it, whatever it is. So I'm trying to figure out, should I create that just my own page where I just have my own quotes there and you take them? This is how I build a name for myself, okay? Because we're going to be so Natisha Brooks is going to be something, right? I'm like, should it just be a kind of like a quotes page, right? But I'm like, I want more than that. Should I just drop little snippets, you know, of these podcast episodes and put them on that page or do I create the space where you can kind of come and mentally dump, right? Like, how do I create that where you come and you want to engage and put your comments and just mentally dump? I could put all three of them in one, but I don't really know the direction. But can you help me? Somebody put in the comment section, how can I make my Instagram page? Like, what? not how can I make it? What type of vibe should I give on that? Give me some ideas. And I really, really am going to think on it on my vacation just to kind of, Get these creative juices flowing. 
Anyways, guys, I've been here for a little too long now. I hope that you are doing okay. Thank you for all of you guys who are praying for me, pouring into me. And I pray that you continue to show up and, and show up here. There's big plans for Herd and Hill podcast. We haven't established them yet. But they're going to be there, right? Like somebody commented and said it was so selfish of me because I said, damn, Nene ain't posted in weeks just to come back and see what you're going through. I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, you know, I charge it to your head. I understand. But it really just kind of validated that this is needed. People really do want to come and listen. So I like that. It just kind of validates that I am walking into my purpose. And right now the vision is this, but who knows how this will go. So um, I'm here. And the goal is to be here every damn Tuesday. But give me some grace. But we getting through this, okay? I love you guys. I could, I could take this lash off because girl was hanging. I will see you guys soon. We will talk in a week and we will catch up then. Bye, y'all.